What is up, y'all? I am your host, Eli Vasquez, and you are listening to the Self-Hype Podcast, where we dissect and discover all things personal development, deeper thinking, and ways to unapologetically love ourselves in the digital age. The Coronavirus Edition. (sighs) Wow. So, this is actually really important. It's March... March 23rd, 2020, a historic time. I feel like every single day is a different lottery ticket of news and whatnot. I think it's just <laughs> I'm sitting in my closet in my in my uh, bedroom, the beer in my hand uh, in the wake of all this self-quarantine stuff. Usually we do the podcast in a studio in Burbank, but due to social distancing and everything else, this is the best we can do. And we were going to postpone the podcast actually and and I just I know I had so many emotions going through it's really hard to explain it's only like week two before this is really hitting and all I can really share and we asked if we wanted to keep doing the podcast and I said I I didn't want to and then this coronavirus came out and I'm feeling so many things and my thought processes are going all over the place and I just I feel like I had to do an episode on this I had to just maybe in my own self-personal way of digesting everything that is going on, but also hopefully this resonates with someone, with some sort of universal understanding. So we're going to keep going. And this week's episode is all about the mindset I'm having and the things that I'm discovering through this self-quarantine, through the things that are going on, through driving around and looking around everywhere you go, everyone you see is worried about the exact same thing. For the first time in history, the first time in my life, I am now, wherever I look, no matter where they are, who they are, we are all worried about the same thing. The same thing is on our minds. The same thing is on the frontal lobes of what is dragging us and carrying us down. And it's, again, it's March 23rd, and... I feel like every day is the documentation of history. Every day is this world crazy thing. I'm going to share what I'm learning through this self-quarantine. I'm going to share different mindsets, different lessons, different nuggets of personal outlook of myself, of yourself, and how we can use this to our best benefit. Because we don't have a choice. At the end of the day, we're here. We are where our feet are. What more could we do but be us and discover more of us and to try to take advantage of the situation as much as possible? There's so much fear with everyone, and I get it personally, financially, every for everybody. And it's 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 a thought that is on everyone's mind and I wish I had all the words in the world to break this down and make you feel good. But I don't think there's a world where it's supposed to. I don't think it should. And as wild as all this is, I can't help but feel we're meant to be here. You have to think with everything that's going on in the world, through all the timelines of history, why are you here? Why are you dealing with this now? Why are you the person going through these experiences rather than saying why me why me 
rather than saying, woe is me, rather than saying, out of all the timelines of history, why do I have to be the one right now? Why are you the one right now? That's a question to ask yourself. That's a question to look in the mirror and be like, why me right now? I'm compelled to create. If there's things that I'm learning through this quarantine is one thing is it's forcing me to see who I am. It's forcing me to see who I am going to become. And it's forcing me to see what I need to do to become the things that I want to become. This whole coronavirus, this whole quarantine, this whole unknown of the entire world, it takes away the hierarchy. It takes away a lot of insecurities of needs. It just shows you the bare bones of who you are. That is the first thing that I'm noticing through this. That's the first thing that I'm digesting and learning and taking advantage of through this self-quarantine is that I am forced to see who I am. We are forced to see who we are. We get to see who we are as brothers. We get to see who we are as, as siblings. We get to see who we are as parents, as lovers, as partners, as friends. We get to see who we are with ourselves. Are we giving ourselves compassion during this time? Where is our mindset? Are we giving ourselves enough time to just think and to feel? Are we bottling things up that we shouldn't bottle? Are we being the best people that we can be? And are we letting ourselves off the hook if we're not being the best person we can right now? I am realizing so much about myself through all this. I'm seeing exactly who I am just through my natural gut reaction of feeling like I am putting together online digital events with my friends and my family. I am doing everything I can in that space to make sure everyone's okay. And I'm speaking in this podcast right now because I have to. I feel like I have to. This whole quarantine can be something that could just set you in a space of doing nothing. Or it sets you in a mindset of doing everything. This is the moment where we see ourselves of who we are. Because now everything is equalized. Everyone is scared of the exact same thing. This coronavirus, this disease is a full-on wash, equalizer of every single person in society. It doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter where you come from. This will affect you. This is worrying everyone. This is affecting everyone. So the idea of everyday hierarchy and mindset of insecurities and the things that we usually deal with are gone. You are forced to see who you are. And you are forced to become the person that you want to be right now. Give yourself that space to do that. Give yourself the time to figure that out. We have all the time in the world now to figure out who we're meant to be now. It's this insane moment in history that we'll never have again. And by the way, I am, I don't think this is the end of the world. I think this is definitely going to hurt a lot of people, but I'll get on to this point where I think this is something that's beneficial in so many ways. But I think the first thing is that it's forcing us to be who we are, to make those decisions, to take those leaps, to 
to work on those things. And you're probably thinking, how can I do those things if just the economy is shut down? How can I do those things if, if I can't work, if I can't hit people up to do anything? That's okay. You're figuring out who you are. And, the, and you're, you're, you are planting the seeds right now. I see in my life the seeds that I'm planting. I'm, I'm planting me to be fearless, which we're going to talk about a little later. I'm planting seeds of just who I want to be as a partner after this is all said and done, who I want to be as a sibling, as a family member after this is all said and done. And I'm seeing me change every day. And we have to be self-aware of ourselves. This is the moment to be the most ultimately self-aware that we ever can be. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a rare thing with so much chaos and so much wildness. This is a beautiful, rare moment in history that we get to be exactly who we're meant to be. Lose the fear. Lose. We're in fear. Fear is the now. Fear is just what it is. Fear is the normal. But through fear, you can still act. And through fear and adversity is where we become more. Now is the moment to do it. Make the decision right now because you have the time to post, to contact that person, to write that script, to do that thing, to realize who you are as a person. We will never have this. and Hopefully not. I doubt we will in the rest of our lives. I'm taking advantage full on of who I want to be right now and it's forcing me to see who I am. We're all scared, and I'm validating that. I validate your feelings. I validate your concerns. And everyone that's listening is going through a different kind of hardship. It's all this collective trauma, but it's through these different individual hardships that are so valid. All of our fears are being realized. The thing that scared us, the thing that kept us up at night, the thing that we worried about, it's pretty much happening. People are losing their jobs. People are having to reset. We will get out of this. But in the the world will never be the same. In the best way possible, it'll never be the same. And I truly believe that. We listen, we worry about these things. We have these fears of these things, of our jobs of where we're going to live, of our rent, of everything else. This is a reset in a lot of ways for a lot of people. And I'm not saying it's supposed to be easy. I'm not saying that it's a good thing. I'm not saying that this is meant to be. What I'm saying is is that this is an opportunity of just being fearless. All of those things that we've carried even before even before all this happened, even before Corona happened, even before the quarantine happened, even before people were dying, we carried all this fear in this capitalist society. We carried all this fear of what our job looked like, of what we, what it meant to matter in society, what it meant to be a top dog, to be an alpha, to be these things. We carried so much fear, so much weight that weighed on us. And now those things don't matter. Those things will not matter going forward or those things are lost. But you're still here. You're still breathing. You still have someone that loves you. After the, the fears that are weighing us down, what is there to fear? 
after this is all said and done, I, I'm going to do a lot of things. I'm going to do a lot of things that I was always scared to do. I'm going to do a lot of things that people kind of held me down from doing, that I held myself down from doing. I'm going full on on my business. I'm going full on in self-hype. I'm making all the courses. I'm making all the movies. I'm doing everything. And we have this beautiful opportunity to realize what does our life look like if it's fearless? Or if it's fear, but we have the ultimate, through this collective trauma, we have the ultimate experience to take on that fear, to create action in that fear, to be impactful in that fear, to not let this fear, even before this, this chaos that is happening, weigh us down anymore. We are realizing how much weight we've been carrying. I'm so worried that I was going to lose my job. I was so worried that my stepdad was going to lose his job. I'm so worried that like someone will get sick. I'm like, it's, it's, but it's happening and we're still okay. We're still fine. What else am I holding myself back from? What other fears am I, and I'm carrying, what is this weight? What is this backpack? This is, this is, it's tough. This is hard. And I've been, I've been carrying this my entire life. I've been carrying this for years. No. Use this moment to see your life and to practice being active and impactful in that fear. Because we're going to have all the experience in the world right now to take advantage of the life that we always wanted to live. And that's a beautiful thing. But through all this chaos, through all this divide as a country, this divide as a world, we are seeing humanity shine in the digital space. There is like real connection, like the beauty of human beings and who we are is adaptation. We adapt and we are amazing at it. And immediately after this, once the, these quarantines started happening and then people were, you know, this was getting serious. Yeah, we saw the toilet paper being gone, but we saw so much digital humanity happen. People are using the online space like never before because they have to. It validated a lot of us as human beings of how we need each other, how we need that connection and how real that is and how we could find it. I've never FaceTimed so many people before and it feels so good. I've never had these deep as discussions as I do with family and friends that I ever had before. Like I am talking to my mom more than I've ever had before, my brother. And there's this layer that is, again, pulled away when it's collective trauma, when it's real deep collective trauma. That veil is pulled away from the society kind of blockage of connection as human beings. We are seeing people as people now. We are connecting people as people now. We know in this collective trauma what we're going through. We feel each other through this whole experience, which I think is beautiful. Through this collective trauma, we feel each other. Through, throughout life, all of us go through different traumas, go through different adversities, and that promotes growth. That promotes personal growth. I'm sure if you had a terrible relationship, I'm sure if you went through some terrible aspect of your life, that is something that you grew from. But everyone around you have grown and gone through different things at different timelines. So for the sake of relationship and connection, you vibe with someone because of the timing, 
because they're in a headspace and you're in a headspace and they've been through things and you've been through things all at the same time that you've been able to create a real connection. But now I'm excited to see there's this collective trauma. There's this collective adversity that through the people that we love, through the people that we care about, through strangers on the street, through strangers online, that layer is gone because we understand each other now on a deeper level. So now we're seeing humanity shine in so many ways. I see people getting married from a distance. I see people singing in, the, in their balconies. I see people talking that they've never talked. And through, yeah, the leaders of the world may be, may be going through it. That shouldn't shadow who we are as people. And I think that validates we are still humans. And we're truly using this digital platform and space as something special. And this is something I advocated for for so long. And it's, it's beautiful to see under these unfortunate circumstances. Because self-hype was always built around using social media to change your life, to uplift your life, to propel you forward, to use it as a tool as digital entrepreneurship, no matter what color you are, how much money you come from. And now people are using it to create, make the internet human. And I hope we learn the lessons from it. I hope we keep that layer off of ourselves and keep connecting. And as we're going forward with this, if there's someone that you love, someone that you know, someone that you connect with, go there with them in conversation. Go there with them in group conversations. Connect with them in a way that you've never been able before. This is a beautiful space of chaotic humanity in solidarity that we can connect with people like we never before because now we have everything in common. We have one thing in common and we have we have one thing that we all have in common. It's pretty wild. The new normal. Because this will keep going on for weeks. I think I'm going to appreciate Margarita's a little more. I'm going to appreciate Oh, man, it Rather than also thinking about the things that like, oh my God, I can't, I'm, I'm going to appreciate this more. I'm appreciate, I'm going to appreciate baseball games more. I'm going to appreciate going out to get a drink more. I want to think about like how much I appreciate going on walks, like new, new discoveries, new things that I'm discovering about myself. Like I appreciate walks so much. I appreciate nature so much. I appreciate certain things so much. And it makes me think of the things that I was taking for granted in, in a way that I wasn't the, – the really discoveries that I always knew I enjoyed, but I get to see how much I enjoy them even more. I'm going to have a new appreciation for walks. I'm going to have a new appreciation for nature. And the beautiful thing of this all is, is as well is the world is taking a deep breath finally. It's awful what's happening with us and financially and, and business and everything else, but – my God, the Venice canals are clearing up. You know, air pollution is down all over the world. And it's as if the world could finally take a much needed big breath. Big, big inhale and exhale. As this virus literally makes us struggle to do the same. There's some harmony there. There's some uh, there's some systematic nature 
poetry there that something that happened through what is to be believed animals of essentially how we put them in certain spaces with swine flu and everything else that's happened, but now this corona, and have the outcome to be us struggling to breathe and to see the world react so quickly to us. There's a lesson there that we have to take advantage of. I went on a run today, a three-mile run, and I have not been in shape or working out as much as I should have. And for some reason, I ran the first mile and a half fine, which is something I could never do. And everyone is saying the air is so clean now in Los Angeles, and I, I have to believe them. We have a shot at this. You know, we have a second shot at this life. And we have to learn through this hardship of this disease, of this virus. It's still surreal. I still I still say these sentences because it's like it sounds like it's from a movie, but it's reality. Reality is the wildest, craziest thing ever. Whatever book, whatever movie, there's nothing as fascinating as reality. I remember being a kid and always wishing I could escape reality, always wishing I could like join Dragon Ball Z world or like this anime world or anything. I was always Star Wars world, always thinking about like what world can I escape to that's way more interesting than reality. And funny enough, I become an adult and understand how the universe and space and time and everything we don't know, reality is the wildest story. Yeah, it's this timing. It's yeah, we just we have a second shot at this. It's 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 too convenient of a story to not see and read for ourselves. And truly understand that, truly realize that. That is like some of the good news we can get out of this is that the earth is taking a deep breath. And reality is just so wild and fascinating of things we don't understand, natural natural systematic narratives that come in place. And this is a big wake-up call for us as human beings. This is a big wake-up call as us as Americans, people in the United States, is that we never thought it could happen to us. That we're so used to seeing trauma, terrible events happening from afar, but never thinking it could reach us. Now, I'll agree. I was a part of the... I didn't take it seriously. A lot of it, dude, because the government didn't make it that serious, but I was traveling. I was doing my thing. I was doing... You know, I didn't take it seriously, and... And it hit us. This is a reality call. This is a reality check for everyone. This is a reality check for everyone. That we always look across the pond. We look across on the other end of the field or the other end of like, we can't see it. We don't feel it because it's nothing personal to us. We don't like it. We don't like people being hurt and sad, but it's just a news line. It's just, it's just data. It's just a tweet that flies by and I'm like, oh, that's unfortunate. And we go on to our lives. We don't feel what those people are feeling. I'll never forget that I I went to China during Hurricane Maria and everything popped off while I was like traveling through China, funny enough. And my grandpa lives there and, and his roof got ripped off and he didn't want to go to a shelter to be safe. And I was just scared for him. And I remember when Hurricane Maria hit, I was in a shopping center in China, in the middle of China. And to see the world just move happily without a care in the world and having 
an island and your dad on the phone be so emotional and you're just in the sea of happiness of without care around you and you're the only one that's feeling it that much hurt and pain it was such a wild experience of of understanding of how we all see the world that there is no real connection because we don't feel it but now we do now it's reality check now it's it could happen to us and with this going on i'm hoping that we feel more for each other that we feel what's happening if the next earthquake that hits in anywhere we feel that we want to give relief to that and we care about that and hopefully us as humans through this collective trauma we are able to connect more and love more and understand each other more and support each other more there's something beautiful that we could go online and i could have a conversation with anyone across the world and we share this common goal and this common concern but I understood that when I was in China. I, I, I was like, I was just, wow. I wasn't mad at them. I understood that, but it was just so surreal. So to be here and to not take it seriously until it's affecting us personally is a big lesson of why we should care more about the world around us and that know that nations are just man-made constructs to the real nature of humanity and life. I mean, also another lesson that we have to figure out is, you know, why, why now? Why now in your personal timeline? Why is this happening right now in your personal timeline? Why not the other time? My friend posted something recently, and he's like, I'm, she's like married with a husband and a kid, and she's very happy, and I love her, and she's such a dear friend of mine. But she's like, I can't imagine if this happened just a couple of years ago. I'll be with this terrible partner that I had. I'll be in this awful situation. I'm so happy that this happened to me right now. That is a, such a beautiful mindset to have for it because it forces you to see the world around you and how grateful you are, not only what you have with your family and friends and whatever else, but also who you are as a person. Think of the work you've done as a person, personally, your personal development, the things you've been through, the lessons you learned. There's a reason why it happened now. There's a reason why we're in this right now. I think about my life of, man, if this happened five years ago, I don't know, this is, no, it would be bad. This happened any other time in my life. I'm so appreciative of what I have now around me, but not only with what's around me physically, but what is in my soul and spirit, what the lessons I learned to get me through this right now. I think it's hard for us to see this as a manifestation of visualization, a lesson because it's so universal. But that might be the point. That might be the big lesson of it all, is that it's, it's a lesson for us and that life lessons can be more than just personal. It can be universal. And it shows how connected we really are. You have to think outside the box of your individualism. You have to think outside the box of my life, who I am, what I know, what I love. This is a situation of us as humans, as us as a species, walking on this earth, experiencing this life. 
We are a universal blanket of experiences and thoughts and memories. And this time, these few times in history, this collective trauma affected the entire blanket of humanity. With collective experiences, with collective connection, and collective lessons. So what have you gone through? Your personal, customizable things that you've done. We talked about this before in the last episode of the podcast. About how you have greatness in you through what you, the adversity you've been through. That is your fact sheet. That is your life resume of why you could take on anything. Because it's personal to you. You've been through something that I've never been through. I've been through something you've never been through. It is our defining moments of our life. And why this happened right now is for us to discover off of everything that we've gone through and everything that we learned and everything that we have now, who are we meant to be become? Who are we meant to become? This is awful, awful thing that happened. But it's, it's insanely rare for it to occur. So through in that insanity, that chaos, that extreme rarity of something like coronavirus, of a worldwide epidemic to ever happen, there's going to be unprecedented unknowns, but also unprecedented discoveries of who we are. So how do we take advantage of that? Every day is a day that has never happened before. And you can make it whatever you want. It can be whatever you want. Why did it happen right now? What have I discovered? What have I done? What have I learned? What will I? What can I? What is inevitable for me? This is a beautiful time in history of life. It's mortal. It's real. And it shows how limiting all of us are. But also with that limitation, it forces us to live. There's no more motivation to live than impending doom. <laughs> I validate the fear. I validate the concern. And I will say this, we will get through this. But life will never be the same. And that's not a bad thing. Through chaos, there's opportunity. Through unknown, there is opportunity. And as vastly unknown as all this is, that just shows the utter limitlessness that we all have through opportunities of ourselves. This is the time to invest in ourselves. This is the time to do what we always wanted to do. This is the time to be beyond the mindset of this capitalist societal nature of ideology that, that restricts us of our value, that restricts us of what we don't have that we need to purchase, restricts us of our mindset and thought process. This is, the walls are down. There is no tunnel vision anymore. There is no assembly line of what we should have or should be or should buy or should think. It is just life. We now have the free reign to live, to be what we want to, beyond what society has imprinted on us. This is our time to unravel and to shape truly to whatever we want to be.
it is unprecedented. I don't know what it will look like. It is absurd that we're even having this conversation. But I know I can be whatever I want. I know I could have human connection that I never had before. I know how limitless I am through the through the utter breakdown of this societal walls that are just man-made structures, the societal rules, the societal uh, negativity, the societal division, societal just looking cool, the societal insecurity. We are now in a space to beyond that. Let's be fearless. Let's be active in our fear. Because we're living in it now. We, will, we have more experience in this now through this collective trauma to take on whatever we want to take on now. What is there to lose? This is affecting everyone. This is the equalizer. You can be and do whatever you want. See who you really are now. Break away from the layers. Break all the layers away. Just see who you are now. Connect with people like you never connected before. Connect with yourself like you never connected before. And experience humanity on this level because we'll never have this again. We'll never be in this space again. Human history may never be in this space again. So how do we take advantage of this moment? This split second of history of reality that we've been so randomly (laughs) chosen if not meant to be chosen right now what are we gonna do it's it's freeing i feel like i lost 100 pounds like what am i gonna do now i see an open field of opportunity and learning and understanding and life that i want to live once this once this is all done this is an impactful experience that your parents and grandparents have never seen in their lifetime that your kids that your grandkids that your great grandkids may never see in their lifetime but you are you are right now What are we going to do with it? Hello, everyone. I want to just thank you all for listening to this week's episode. Because of the coronavirus, I'm literally producing this in my closet. <laughs> but if you guys like it, if you guys still want the the hype, shoot me a DM at it's Eli Vasquez. And also give us a review, five-star review. Give us a rating. It is so crucial to get ratings on iTunes just to keep the hype alive keep the podcast alive i want to thank you everyone for sharing thank you everyone for adding thank you everyone for for highlighting this podcast and it it is just an amazing space for me to express myself through my years of learning of personal development of mindset of digital entrepreneurship to connect and give to you in this deeper way and every listener is so appreciative especially during these times so if you still want to listen to the hype while we're you know what? Screw it. We are going to keep doing this podcast, even if it's me in this closet. If there's one thing that I advocated for, if there's one thing that I pushed, is to find opportunity of creation through this digital time in our lives. And it doesn't matter how limited it is, as long as you create and put it out there, the opportunities will come. So we're going to keep this podcast going. I appreciate you. And if this has impacted you in any way, do you think if you think this will be helpful for anyone, share it to a friend, share it to a family member. We all know this is hard times 
and we need to support each other as much as possible and fill our minds with positivity as much as possible. So if you enjoyed the episode, please share it with a friend, family member. Give us a rating on iTunes. Subscribe to us. And I appreciate you all so much. We will get through it. We will be better because of it. And that's inevitable. Thank you all.